Radio Free Friday on the front page. Call now and bring the heat. Call 520-KJLH. The company that brought you cash for gold. Oh, I traded my ratty kid for $300 cash. I traded in my twin daughters that I adopted for $1,000 cash. Now I'm going to Vegas with my male friend. I couldn't afford to pay the bills, and the bank was going to foreclose on our house, so I traded in my six-year-old son for some cold, hard cash. Trade in your mischievous kids for cash. It's very simple. Just drop off your kids at any of our convenient locations. And your money comes in the mail the very next day. Nice. All right. We're good. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. Last week, I traded in my old gold. This week, my newborn child. Thank, Thank you, Cash, for kids. kids. Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. New commercial on Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. Radio Free Friday. What do you think? Cash for kids? 520 KJLH 520-5554. Before you get mad, I'd like to introduce uh, members of a group that has a show opening at the King King in Hollywood. Yes, that was theater, just like I was talking about. Um, Ralph Farquhar and Alim Bronsop, I hope I'm saying your name right. A triple threat performer trained at Oxford University and the New York Theater Stages. Been seen in studio and independent films, including How High, The Royal Tannenbaums, and the winner of the 2008 Martha's Vineyard Film Festival, Doing the L.A. Thing. And of course, you know, Ralph, during the black sitcom boom of the 90s, spearheaded by Fox... He was behind many shows. He created South Central. He also was executive producer of Moesha and many other black sitcoms. In 1999, along with Mara Brock Akil, he brought the Moesha spin-off, The Parkers. And he served as executive producer for The Proud Family. He also wrote for Married with Children, Happy Days, and Fame. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Cash for kids, huh? <laughs> Is this what we have to look forward to uh, at the King King? Uh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you just bring your kids out in front of King King, and we'll get you at least five dollars for them. Okay? Yeah, at least five. Yeah. Mm. Depends how bad they are. Uh, I'm gonna need at least ten. <laughs> the um, the show is called Slow Children Crossing, and if you want to find out more about it, you can go to dominicdeprima.com. Keyword: Slow Children Crossing Comedy. There's also the wellness directory up there, our community calendar, and more. We'll talk about all of the topics that we're talking about on a Radio Free Friday and what you guys are doing with this African-American sketch comedy troupe, which, by the way, starts April 10th, right? It's just around the corner. Yeah, April 10th. Uh, we premiere this Sunday at 7 o'clock. You can get there at 6 o'clock. There's going to be a big crowd. Uh, and we'll be running and kinking every Sunday all the way through May 15th. And that's a rare thing, really, I think, to have a black comedy sketch troupe 
in Hollywood, performing in Hollywood. So, well, congratulations. Yeah. Well, th- well, thank you. I, you know, when I fir- first came across uh, Slow Children Crossing, I was just totally blown away. These guys are incredibly funny. It's sort of, I describe them as in living color meets Fleetwood Mac. I, I, <laughs> it's uh, with all the drama and, and the hijinks that that implies and and it seemed like to me it's time uh, uh, to reinvigorate the whole comedy scene and and that was, that's what caused me to get behind closed children I mean uh, slow children crossing. Well, you know, um, one of the reasons that we wanted to have you guys come in here on a Radio Free Friday is because we talk about anything and everything. So we thought you guys could sit in and chime in if you feel like chiming in on the many topics that we tend to cover um, throughout the day and also bring uh, attention to your show. Absolutely. Are you sure you want us to chime in on it? Oh, yeah. Okay, now. Look, well, if I can have Jasmine Canick chiming in around here, you know, we, <laughs> you know we're willing to walk the line. <laughs> well, I hear you're pretty fierce yourself, so. Mm, well, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> no, it's uh, good. Yeah, we keep it moving around here. This is the front page, front page family. We are still taking your calls, 520-5554, 520-KJLH. Before we get to that. Topics in the news, and maybe uh, you can comment on some of the ones that I've already commented on, if you want to. If you want to, jump in. If you don't, we keep it moving, um, because we have plenty of folks calling all the time with something else. But we always have to take a break from the fierceness for a spiritual moment. On Fridays, we do something called Forgiving for Living. Wendy Gladney is an event planner, but she also has a nonprofit organization where she helps teach the art of forgiveness, has a mentoring program for young women, and much, much more. Author, event planner, Wendy Gladney. It's time to do a little forgiving for living. Hi, Wendy. Wendy? Good morning, Miss Dominique. Good morning. Well, this weekend, we will be involved with two community organizations that are trying to make an impact in the area of education in one way or another. This morning, Compton Community College will be holding a State of the District Address with Dr. Janitia Hudley-Hayes and others to talk about the importance of all of us caring and giving back and getting involved in education in our community. Compton City College's accreditation was taken away from them, and if people like us us, don't stand up to help make a difference and let our voice be heard. What are our children going to do? And tomorrow we will be helping UMA Clinic with a major fundraiser to help build a clinic on the campus of Fremont High School. UMA's clinics first opened up 15 years ago here in our community to give health care to those who couldn't afford it. Now, you might ask me, what does all of this have to do with forgiveness? My answer to you is, what does it not have to do with forgiveness? B.B. King once said, the beautiful thing about education is no one can take it away from you. So let's give our kids another chance. Our society is struggling with budgets and health care like we've never seen before. So we are asking you to help our children so our children don't have to forgive us in the future. Healing without hate, it's a choice, it's a lifestyle, pass it on. I'm Wendy Gladney from ForgivingForLiving.org on Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. Wendy, thank you and thanks for all you do. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Wendy is an awesome, awesome woman, and we're glad to have her as part of our front page team. Every Friday around this time, we also do a little calendar, community action agenda. Of course, the first thing on the agenda right now is Slow Children Crossing. (laughs) And uh, that is going to tell us where and when. 
Uh, the show opens up April 10th, Sunday at 7, at 7 p.m. Doors open at 6 uh, in Hollywood. And uh, we have also... Uh, fe- at, at King King, 6555 Hollywood Boulevard. Exactly. And we have uh, No Can Do, uh, a musical act. Uh, he's a rapper from the Bay Area, uh, opening up for us as well. And uh, you can come in, enjoy his music and our comedy, and have a great time. Okay, so that's on our calendar. Uh, a lot of other stuff going on, as always. The organization US is having something this weekend called Black Community and the Green Economy. That's at the African American Cultural Center. And it's 3018 West 48th Street in L.A. You can call 323-299-6124 for more information on that. They're going to have Mr. Jeffrey Richardson, Ms. Linda Robinson, Ms. Sean McLeod, all talking about the black community and the green economy, 3 p.m. on Sunday. Um, the Ultimate Transformation Training and our friend Kochi um, has his ongoing classes for kids that teach them to improve their speed and help them to get their act together on their SATs. It's all rolled into one through collegiate search. You can go out to Kenneth Hahn Park, top of the hill, 8.30 in the morning, and bring your little man or little woman up there. Or you can call them, 310-281-5552, 310-281-5552. There is uh, a lot more going on. I suggest you go to DominicDeprima.com and go to our community calendar section, you'll find out about the Morehouse College Presidential Academy and Leadership Initiative, which uh, Mark Ridley Thomas is involved in on an ongoing basis. Women, Black Women for Wellness, they're having their um, their meeting uh, today, actually, this morning from 8.30 to 10.30 at the DWP Auditorium on Crenshaw. Or you can find out about Dr. Kwaku Person Lin's ongoing African World Civilizations History class at the Yvonne Brathwaite Burke Ladera Park Community Center. That's 7 to 9 on Fridays, and they're right in the middle of a session, but you can drop in any time. If you have an item for the calendar, all you have to do is email us, fp at kglhradio.com, f as in front, p as in page, at kglhradio.com. Oh, and do not forget, well, that's not for another week, but Zara's books, next Saturday, 2 to 4, Kochi will be signing his book hanging out and giving a free lecture. Okay, let's hit these phones, Abby. Do it. Me and Abby are having a rough morning, but we, we're pushing it through. You got it. We're making it happen because that's what we do. Actually, right now would be a good time. We've got uh, actually a pair of tickets to give away to... See Slow Children Costume Comedy, Sunday, April 10th, 7 p.m. at the King King, 6555 Hollywood Boulevard. Caller 23 right now, 520-5554, 520-KJLH. we got a pair of tickets for you. If you don't win, you can get information on how to buy them at DominiqueDeprima.com. And let's go back to the phones. Let's go to... Wow. Really? You want to talk about that? Okay. Marie from L.A., Radio Free on 102.3 KJLH. Good morning. 
I was holding on to speak with Dominique. You're speaking with Dominique, oh, so you're holding on is over. Lord, God bless you guys, Front Page and Stevie Wonders. I wanted to share with you, Front Page family, uh, when you go and get these Foster Farm chickens that they are uh, putting on sale now, I went to Swarton Finals the other day, and I'm telling you, those are the oldest wrinkled-ass chickens I have ever seen okay. in a long time. Reel back on the cussing, package. okay? The cussing, Marie, reel <laughs> it in. Yeah. I'm no, going to put okay. you on timeout. Well, okay. God bless you. Bye. She put herself on timeout. <laughs> well, you know, but it's true. you got to be careful what you eat. Yeah, you got to know. Especially when you look, when you go... Okay, you're already in the hood, right? Mm-hmm. And then something's on sale. You right. you know, it's probably, as my dad would say, the elderly food is yeah. the food that ends up Absolutely. in our neighborhoods anyway. And then it's on sale, too? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, that's like, that's like slave days back in the days where, like, you know, the food we got was always the hand-me-down. So, of course, and then when we get... When we get stuff that is like discounted and it's taking longer to get to us because you know it doesn't come here first. Right. It's hand me down shitlands. Yeah, no. (laughs) I'll pass. (laughs) Yum. Well, you know, we talk. Well, if you're you're in certain stores, you you know what to expect. So it's definitely. Well, start checking the fish. Because, uh, you know, I heard. About what happened in Japan, I, I have a feeling they're going to be shipping it to the hood. Okay? So we need like a radioactive, <laughs> radioactivity meter to go shopping for fish. Absolutely. Or just drive or get on the bus. And no matter across what town. they say, that that radioactivity is coming our way. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean they found some of the Inland Empire. That's oh, pretty close by. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's Walk definitely glowing. It's here. <laughs> um, we talked about Michael Jackson. I was fired up this morning because. Of the things that the defense is already saying, they're saying, you know, they want to say that Michael Jackson committed suicide. Now they're saying his motive was that he was broke. And I just have a hard time buying that. You know, yeah, you're hundreds of millions of dollars in debt, but you own the Beatles catalog. You know, if you felt like selling your assets, you'd be cool in a heartbeat. I, and it's making me mad. And now they're saying they want to say that Michael Jackson was broke and that's why he killed himself. But they also don't want to admit in court anything about Conrad Murray and the fact that he's got these six children out of wedlock and he's got girlfriends everywhere and he's, you know, back in child support payments and he's got lawsuits against him in several states. Well, unfortunately, uh, when you're up on a murder charge, uh, you're going to say whatever you have to say (laughs) (laughs) to get get out of it. You know, it's it's, it's all very bizarre. I... uh, (laughs) You know, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I knew Michael Jackson personally. We spent a lot of time together um, from the time he was five years old, um, drinking Jesus juice together. And uh, the truth is that money never meant nothing to Michael. He couldn't feel money because he never needed or wanted for money from the time he was eight years old. So he wouldn't have committed suicide over money. He'd have probably committed suicide over them taking away his uh, bubbles, the chimp, or something like that, but not over money, that's for sure. I mean- I think you got a point that he didn't seem to be, I mean, ever, ever having 
remembering remembered what it was like to really need money. Maybe Randy or Jermaine wouldn't remember that more. That's why. That's why. <laughs> or Tito, but um, <laughs> Tito remembers. Um, that's why when you saw him on that special when uh, Bashir, whatever his name, Martin Bashir, took him around and he was shopping at Harrods and he was buying right, like right, gold lame towels. I mean, what could you do with a lame towel? But anyway, he he just bought whatever he could bought, buy because it was just fun to see what he could get. And uh, money money really was of no object. So I think that's all. Uh, BS, really. Now, um, the government shutdown, of course, is a big news because they have till midnight tonight to make a deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's it's big news that that just as we're we're about to come out of this uh, economic malaise, if you will, uh, the Republicans are just mean spirited enough to. Uh, uh, shut down the government. I, you know, for me, it's uh, uh, President Obama can do no right by these folks, and 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 they can do whatever whatever they want to try to stop any of his initiatives. And uh, it's, it's it's particularly sad. You know, this has happened once before, so uh, I'm thinking there's a, a, a silver lining inside this uh, potential dark cloud. Hopefully, folks will, you know, rise up and and vote these guys out of office uh, next time they get a chance. Now, if there's a shutdown, does that mean I don't have to file my taxes by the 18th? No, because no those, those guys sort of will be getting paid. Shutdown. No? The, the, those are essential uh, Oh, employees. man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then no shutdown. No shutdown. Now, it's crazy because, you know, it, it really is, like you say, it's one of those things where they're trying to do everything they can to, to stop the force that is Obama. Um, and no matter what he does to appease them or to, to, to make a better situation or a bad situation better, it's not enough. Uh, and we talk about that in our show as well. If you come see our show this Sunday at the King King, we talk about, uh, you know, the way that uh, the, the, the conservatives really are after Obama to really just go away. To, to make him disappear. <laughs> yeah, it's like Donald Trump sending investigators, quote unquote, oh. to Hawaii to look for his birth certificate. And he couldn't produce his own birth certificate. I yeah, was, the one that he produced was not an official copy, and yeah. we still haven't seen he an need, official he, copy. He needs a birth certificate for that toupee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I really feel like he was, that's his country of origin. It's like oh, some gosh. bad hair now, is island. He, is, is he a officially going to run Trump? No, I don't no. think he'll run. I think it's he's just, just a joke. It's, it's all a publicity stunt to get yeah, more people carrying, to watch Latoya Jackson, really. Right, and he's carrying the water for the uh, conservatives. I mean, this guy is uh, really a trip. But he polls really well. They're saying in some of these polls, he's coming in second among all the expected Republican candidates, like right behind Mitt Romney. Well, look at the Republican candidates. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's more of a comment <laughs> as to the state of the Republican uh, yeah, that's challenge. You know, they they don't have anyone, you know. It's uh, yeah, which true. Sarah Palin. Yeah, that's great. Mitt Romney, Haley Barber. You know, it, uh, the Republican Party has become a repository for the least of us here in America. You know, uh, I, I'm just so happy to have a president who's intelligent, who who has an education, that he actually made grades in college. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Where you can actually talk to his professors. They, they asked. They asked Obama to produce. 
a birth certificate, but they never asked George Bush to produce his grades because he really never went to. So <laughs> we found out that he had a C average. Now, having a C average Ooh. at Yale. Means wow. that you really flunked out. Basically. That's really what it means. Yeah. Because, you know. C average. C, I got that. C at Yale. That means some of your grades were lower than a C because it had to average out. Yeah. And some of those C's were really F's that they gave him because his last name was Bush. Right. And he was in the skull and crossbow. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't go to, like, Yale or Harvard and get C's. Like, who does that? It's, um, it's, it's code for he flunked out. Well, it, 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 it's also code for he could not compete with the best. So, uh. But I, I don't want to beat up on Bush. Because oh, uh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. His, his little brother's supposed I, to be maybe running. I'm more concerned about Boehner and his crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the cr- the crying man. You can shake a stick at coming your way, we, it seems like. We got a case of the crying game going up in, in, in D.C. <laughs> and let's go to Terrence from Englewood. Good morning, Terrence. You're radio free on 102. 2.3 KJLH on with Ralph Farquhar and Alim Bransap. Say your name. I want to say I Yes, it's hear you Alim Bransap. Alim Bransap. Yeah, it means light of the world. Hello? It's Ethiopian. Okay, thanks. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, Dominic? Yes, Terrence. Who else yeah, would yeah, it be? What I was um, calling <laughs> to talk about is women that uh, use their uh, kids as a weapon. Not all women. Let me say that right away. But uh, I'm in a club called the Black Knights, and we are 20,000 people around the United States that, you know, we love our kids and everything. And the main complaint we had a meeting the other day is three things. Number one, women use their kids as a weapon, then they use their body as a weapon, and then they use the system as a weapon to get at you. And the main thing with the kids, because we love our kids, we want to see them, you know, they'll pull the kids head to with them 90% with crash. And so we was like, no, that's not true, that's not true. But you don't want to get a kid involved in that mentally. And when you use your body as a weapon, it goes right towards the kids because you live in an armory called L.A. and you're going to use your your kid or your body as a weapon. That's not fair. And I wish the mothers, not all mothers, because I know a lot of good mothers, and, you know, my mother never did that. And a lot of us uh, guys were saying, you know, 80% of the people in the nights complain about that same thing. A lot of the mothers and a lot of the fathers need to get together and say, look, let's not put the kids in the middle. Um, because bottom line, the kids are the losers in all of it. And then you put the system and you go lie to the system and say, oh, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. And then you guys go prove, get more money out of your pocket, two or three thousand, to prove that you are doing what you're supposed to do. Then the kid has a negative, you know, view of you. Yeah, and I mean, now, this is you know, something. It gets ridiculous. This is a two way street, though, Terrence. Dad's got to stop doing that. Your mama ain't ish. I mean, that's a two-way street. Every child knows that they're, even the slow children crossing know that they're 50-50. I'm half mom and half dad. So if mom ain't ish or dad ain't ish, what does that make me? Well, well, it's, uh, look, we as adults really, really have to uh, act as such. Uh, you know, I, I think most of us, uh, what, over 50% of marriages in America now end in divorce. So most of us are going to wind up in this scenario, if you will, where we have an ex and we have kids who are caught in between, if you will. I I experienced that personally, and I I think the example me, my new wife, and my ex-wife tried to set was that uh, we didn't want to expose our kids to any of the conflict. 
You know, it, it was just a, a question. We came together to provide uh, the environment and, and the support that these kids need, which meant no fussing over money, no fussing over uh, 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 custody. We just did what was right for for the children. And I, I think if everyone just starts with what is right for the children, it will work itself out. Amen. And I, I agree with that. And I also think that uh, what the caller is saying may be true in, in some respects, but the idea is that um, if, if a woman can use when her body as a weapon, that means that you are giving her body that much power over you. And I think uh, the pathway to maturity in adulthood has to deal with uh, sort of letting go of some of those material things and that, that physical attraction that uh, sometimes we men let uh those things have over well, that's us. a two-way street. I mean, in our society, for the most part, women are valued by how they look and men are valued by what they have. Exactly. So if a woman's using her body as a weapon, the man's using the money as a weapon. Exactly. And it's, it's just a war. It shouldn't be a war. We're supposed to be, you know, We're raising children. That's where does war and weapon come into that equation? No, exactly. Okay. Let's, we got a lot of people on the phone. Let's go to Vernon from L.A. Good morning, Vernon. Good to hear from you. Mr. Vernon? Yeah. Pull over and talk to me. What's Hello. going on? Uh, I just want to make a couple of, uh, uh, one announcement. Uh, Maxine Waters is giving a rally in Jefferson Owens Park. That's on. Okay, yeah, we know that. She was on the show yesterday talking about it for about an hour. But um, okay. thanks for reminding us once again. Well, one other thing. Mm-hmm. President Roosevelt was born in Africa. Huh? Okay, where'd you read that? Online? No, I don't. That sounds like some internet mess right there. <laughs> or maybe Dick Gregory told you. <laughs> you know, Dick Gregory's going to be on the show next week, so we're going to ask him about that. Yeah, be nice, Dick be nice to Dick. Oh, we love I'm, Dick Gregory. I'm from Chicago now. <laughs> Dick Gregory is the emperor of the front page. Yeah, absolutely. He, we love Dick Gregory. But you got to admit, he comes up with some stuff. Yeah, he was the only black man willing to run for mayor of Chicago So uh, for many, many years. He, he, we love Dick Gregory. He's, a, he's an incredible individual. <laughs> DickGregory.com, and he'll be here next Thursday. Well, not be here, but he'll be on the air next Thursday. And I never forget when Dick Gregory said, I went to see him speak one time, <laughs> speaking of like women and sex as well. Dick Gregory said that, you know, people talk about when you lose a loved one and how fast you should move on. And he was talking about how he would go to his uh, ex-wife's funeral with his new girlfriend. <laughs> but it was a joke, I'm sure. Yeah, but. because he's been married to the same woman for like 70 years yes, or something, Miss Lily, and you know. He was just... But he's 110. And, <laughs> and, and Dick's got jokes. And looking good. He's, and he's looking got good. jokes. And looking good. Jackie from L.A., you're on the air. Good morning. God morning to you, okay. And shalom. This is to All everybody. That. And mm -hmm. this is to the foolish people that do not like to vote. This is what you have gotten us into, a bunch of craziness. But this is what I want everybody to do. I want everybody to call John Boehner at 202-225-6205 and let him know how intelligent we are and how ignorant they are for trying to put down President Obama. Because I am so tired of these Tea Party people 
Um, you all have a blessed weekend, and let's hope that we get through this madness. Thanks, Jackie. And what I love about Jackie, she was the main, one of the main organizers of the campaign to elect President Barack Obama here in Los Angeles. So she's not just on the radio complaining. She, you know, she's making moves. And I think let's not just tell them how intelligent we are and how dumb they are and how bad that fake tan looks on Mr. Bannon. Let's call and say, like, we know that this is not really about you know, getting us to balance America's checkbook. We know that this is really about you manipulating policy, shutting down the Environmental Protection Agency, taking away funding for Planned Parenthood. We know that this is really about moving all these cuts into areas that impact poor and working class and middle class people while you just gave all these tax cuts to the super wealthy. You weren't worried about fiscal responsibility then. We know what it's about, and you might think that you're going to be able to blame this on the president, but don't count on it. Don't count on it. I called John Boehner once and talked to him for a second, but he kept crying the whole time. The man couldn't stop crying. Yeah, he needs some St. John's work, some yoga. He needs to come to the well. Actually, you know, I think that what people forget is that alcohol is a depressant. Mm-hmm. So when you drink a lot, you're more Ooh, prone to crying. And, you know, the sad drunk, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because it is a depressant. And you might make you feel happy for a minute, but the fact is it is a depressant. It's not a stimulant. If you want stimulant, you know, go, go to coffee or methamphetamine or something like that. So these guys up there, especially someone like Boehner, who seems drunk half the time when he's even at work, <laughs> you got to figure he's going to be more prone uh, to crying. Oh, that, that's You're very, my- very close to the reality of D.C., to be to be honest. They, they drink a lot of alcohol in that town. You know, that's what my dad, my dad had a poem that said, well, I can't say all of it because it has cussing, but it says something like, you know, the best kept secret in Washington about the Congress is that half these blankety blanks be drunk. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's, it's very true. The martini lunch is alive and well. Oh, oh yeah. And the martini breakfast. If you have a liquor license in D.C., you're doing very well. Doing big things. <laughs> I was a page in the Senate once, and I have to use to run errands, basically. Really? For real? Or are yeah. you just saying that? No, I'm serious. I was when I was 16. Wow. And I used to have to run errands, which would include fetching some bottles for some senators wow. as well. So, did you, did yeah. any of them make a move on you? Oh, did they well, send you? Oh, well, you they, know I guess what? they didn't have I texting was probably back too, then. <laughs> I was probably too young, and I was I'm 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 a dark black man. They probably they probably they like light meat, so I don't. Oh, think, I don't know about that, they, baby doll. They, yeah, they, 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 they knew you would tell. They probably were scared. They might have scared you. What was I thinking? <laughs> no, I don't think that that's the you know. That's the real undercover fantasy. <laughs> oh, that's anyway. going straight back to Uncle Tom's cabin. Look at that. I like that. Uh, Charlotte from L.A., you are caller 23. Congratulations. You won a pair of tickets to see these fools. Uh, to see slow Children Crossing. That's going to be Sunday, April 10th at 7 p.m. at the King King in Hollywood, 6555 Hollywood Boulevard. Congratulations, Charlotte. Thank you. Good morning, Dominique. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm blessed. Thank you. Good morning to the gentlemen. Good morning. morning. How are you doing this morning? We are blessed as well. Charlotte, make sure you stay on hold. I got to go to work pretty soon. Okay, Charlotte. Up at Adam as usual. Okay, Charlotte. I've been hanging out with John Boehner. Charlotte, uh, Uh -uh. stay on. Okay, stay on hold for me so we can get your information. Make sure we get 
you those tickets, okay? Okay. Thank and then, you. Uh, Charlotte, we'll see you Sunday. One yeah, more thing, Charlotte. You. Call me back on Tuesday and let me know how it was, okay? Okay, I sure Hot will. Hot Topic Tuesday. <laughs> see, I got a spy <laughs> now. It's 547 already. We'll continue with our Radio Free Friday. More with our you, special guest. You need to be your own spy. You know that. We, we want to see you down there uh-huh. Sunday. Well, that could happen, too. <laughs> all, all of this is straight ahead. You know where you are. It's Total Talk Expression. It's your kitchen table. It's Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. It's a Radio Free Friday. We're still taking your calls, 520-5554, 520-KJLH. Visiting with us in the studio, two members of the Slow Children Crossing African-American sketch comedy troupe. They're starting their show on April 10th, and it's running through May 15th, you said? Yep, May 15th. Uh, the show is entitled Robotic Chocolate. Robotic chocolate. Mm, that's kind of sexy, but not. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we're happy to have you guys in. I hope that the Front Page family will come out and support what you guys are doing. Come on out, Front Page. And you'll, you'll know. You'll know they're there. Let's go to Marcus from L.A. Hi, Marcus. You're radio free on 102.3 KJLH. Welcome. Marcus. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. What's on your mind? Okay, uh... I just wanted to say, uh, well, this is my first time calling. Um, I'm a long-time listener, but first-time caller. Uh, so, he- hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to uh, comment on the on the brother that called and was talking about the women using the kids as uh, weapons and their bodies as weapons, this, that, and the other. I just wanted to say, you know, first of all, us as black men, we need to get our stuff together. No woman is going to want to be with no man that's just depending on them for everything you know we need to get our stuff together financially spiritually morally all our things together then the woman gonna follow if you know she's using her body as as a tool or whatever don't mess with it you know leave her alone i mean it's everything is just that simple it's like and the kids as far as that goes it's like you know just just do your job I think as as black men, we didn't have like I know my age group. I'm 32. We didn't have enough. I didn't have enough, enough examples as what a black man is like. How to fix a car and do things like that. We need to start spending more time with our families and doing the things that really we're really supposed to do as men. Thank you a lot. I appreciate you guys taking my call. Hey Marcus, I love that you called after all these years as a front page listener. Thank you very and, much. And, and call with an important message, too, because when you wake up in the morning on the radio, do you want to hear the same thing that we hear on Jerry Springer and every other show portraying black people? Or do we want something refreshing, like what Marcus just said, about how we control our destiny? We can take matters into our own hands. Well, uh, especially as men, I mean, we, 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 we have an obligation, uh, uh, certainly, to raise our children and to be a, a, a positive presence in their life. I mean, sometimes you don't have the money, and uh, but there's still things you can do until you get that money, and, 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 and people need to face up to their responsibilities and not, and not run away from them. But, but you know, I, you know I, I'm kind of different. You know, I'm 59, 
Really? Yeah. And wow. I and Ralph I grew Farquhar, up. Ralph so we're talking to. Yeah. He, and, and he's one of the only people in Hollywood that will say his age on the radio. I, well, hey, Probably because you look good. You don't look 59. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I feel it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how you feel. It's how you look. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I, I grew up at a time where there were plenty of positive examples, including my own dad in, in the African-American community. And and so I feel, I feel blessed because I have that example. But I think the important thing this caller brought up is so many people, say 30 on, uh, are uh, didn't have that example of, of, of a dad being around, being a, a, a positive presence. And, and, and so you have to recreate that for yourself. You know? When you do the TV stuff that you've done as a writer and show creator is that something that you specifically focus on is because i mean well yeah. for all the jokey jokey you know we did see intact families and and some different kinds of images in in your shows well moesha was clearly look obviously the cosby show sort of set the table for everyone but moesha we we dealt with uh here was a, a, a father in his second marriage who had uh, uh two children and he was uh very present. William Allen Young, who played the dad, was was intensely interested as an actor and as a human being in in portraying uh, a, a black father in a very realistic and positive light, if you will. And that was, uh, you know, was very much in the forefront of my mind, along with uh, Sarah Finney and Vita Spears, who co-created Moesha with me to. Uh, uh, Show that example. I remember Sarah from the Steve Harvey Morning Show days. Yeah. What a what a nice lady. Oh yeah, what, what no, a beautiful lady. Ab- absolutely amazing and uh, an amazing uh, playwright, by the way. So, uh, and and we we I thought we were very successful in sort of uh, 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 highlighting uh, uh, a black father in a similar situation to what uh, a lot of, a lot of people face today, and how and showing how it could be handled in a, in a positive way and not avoiding any of the issues if you will. What do you think of the state of black TV now? A lot of people complain that we're almost non-existent on TV no, at the don't moment. Don't get me going about that. We, we are non-existent. Uh, 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 certainly, I, 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 I you know, I'm a little disappointed that uh, the broadcast networks are being allowed to do what they're di- doing, which is uh, essentially excluding us from the airwaves. Uh, there are very few of us, uh, meaning executive producers who create shows, who in, that in turn hire black actors and and and, and behind the scenes people uh, who are allowed to do shows for these networks now and it, I, I don't know why that's being allowed uh, people should I really wish people would realize that and start complaining uh, but fortunately you know on a positive side uh, I think one thing BT which people have been calling upon for many many years to do something uh, They've come forward, you know, with their new slate of uh, uh, scripted programming and really have started to make a change. You know, bringing back the game, which uh, premiered to an audience of 7.7 million viewers, was uh, something that just sort of astounded Hollywood and, and in some cases, uh, embarrassed, consider, uh, embarrassed Hollywood, considering that uh, for some reason uh, UPN was only able to garner 2.1 million per show when the game was on that network. So, that, that's that's kind of uh, uh, given me sort of encouragement that, that we're, you know, 
our own venues are now becoming uh, important and relevant to the things that we're interested in. As uh, just announced yesterday or day before was a new uh, African-American... Uh